Before we start today's episode, I wanted to acknowledge the sad news that I learnt yesterday. When I participated in MasterChef Australia, I remember one of the producers said to us all, the contestants, as a group, that we are all part of the MasterChef family now. Well, yesterday I learned of the sad news that one of this family passed away very suddenly. Jacques Sanfrillo joined the show as a judge in 2019. His time on the show was a time of rejuvenation. From what the previous contestants have said that were judged by him, it would seem that he gained the same loyalty and respect that the original judges, Matt, George and Gary, had from us older gang. Television in Australia and the restaurant industry in Australia lost a wonderful talent way too early. My thoughts and respect go to Jock's family, friends and colleagues. I'd like to dedicate this episode of Fabulously Delicious to the memory of Jacques Sonfrillo. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, and some of those chefs as well. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I share my time between France, Paris and my house in the French countryside, as well as the UK, London and Brighton by the sea. My life is all about cooking, eating, and living life the best way I can. I love meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing those fabulous experiences with you. I hope you're enjoying them. Today, we're continuing the A to Z of French herbs. Can a herb be a herb, spice, vegetable, and salad? No, some might say. Well, don't tell today's herb that, because chicory has so many varieties that if it was a person, it would probably be diagnosed with multiple personality disorder. I wonder which variety of chicory you know. Sit back, turn up the volume, if you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson, maybe some delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs. Chicory. Chicory is spelt C-H-I-C-O-R-Y. And in French, it's pronounced chicory. Hmm. But it's spelt C-H-I-C-O-R-E-E. But the first E has an accent above it. Chicory as a herb is native to Europe. Most types of chicory originated in the Mediterranean area and have been used as a food source for centuries. But it is also grown now around the world, in the US, China and Australia, as well as many other countries. It is often seen as a wild plant along the sides of roads throughout Europe. Common chicory in the plant world is called Cichorium intibus and is a woody perennial herb that has usually bright blue flowers but sometimes white or pink ones. It's a member of the Asteraceae family, whose other members include sunflowers and daisies. When it's flowering, the herb variety of the chicory plant grows to around one and a half metres tall. 
but it is the most attractive-looking plant, some would say. It has a tough, grooved and hairy stem. And in Europe, it will often flower from March until October. There are many different varieties of chicory, and this is where we can get confused. Some would be considered herbs, to many, especially in French cuisine. But also, some varieties are considered salads, like the endive. Some considered vegetables, like chicory root. The common varieties of chicory that you might know include endive, radicchio, radicecha, Belgium endive, French endive, red endive, sugarlook, and whitloaf. It's thought that the origins of chicory go back to ancient Egypt, and that it was used often in cooking in ancient Rome. In those times, Horace, a famous poet at the time of Caesar Augustus, wrote that he only ate olives, endives, and mallows for sustenance. Not the most adventurous diet there, Horace. Chicory is one of the oldest domesticated vegetables. The Ebers Papyrus, a medical testament published around 1500 BC in Egypt, described two types of chicory. Field chicory, from which we can eat the roots, and garden chicory, from which we can eat the leaves. Often, the herb variety of chicory can be seen throughout France, as it's grown by many as a forage crop for livestock. Apparently, the foraging variety of chicory can lower instances of worms in livestock that feed on them. Raw chicory leaves are about 92% water, 5% carbs and 2% protein, and contain significant amounts of, well, all the vitamins really, vitamin K, vitamin A, vitamin C, some B vitamins, magnesium, vitamin E, and calcium. So it's a pretty good herb, vegetable, salad to include in your diet. For the salad version of chicory, there are two main varieties seen in French cuisine. And one of those would be the endive, which is featured in many French dishes, and is often cooked with ham and cheese but also the variety called curly endive, which often can be seen in salads when it's in season. The salad leaf variety of chicory is able to be eaten raw and usually has a bitter taste. This is very much sought out by the French, who seem to love the taste. I myself, well, not so much. You can, though, cook it in water before using it in dishes. That, apparently, will reduce the bitterness. In relation to this variety of chicory that's used in salads or as a vegetable, there's a bit of a difference with the names. The British call it one thing and the Americans another. So what the Americans call endive, the British call chicory. And what the Americans call chicory, the British call endive. Confused? Yep, yeah, me too. Now, Belgium endive, or French endive, or whitloaf as it's also known, are in French just called endives. But what we might call here in France chicory, when we think of salad leaves, 
the French often call curly endive. But as far as I know, all are related to each other in some way, shape or form. So these differences in what they're called can be forgiven, I think. It's all just part of the same family. The root of the chicory plant is said to have a mild laxative effect and it's used in medicinal purposes to decrease swelling, indigestion and also to treat high blood pressure amongst other conditions. It's also used a lot in food manufacturing as a sweetener and a source of dietary fiber. But possibly the biggest use of the root of chicory is in coffee substitutes Many varieties of alternative coffee drinks use the root of chicory as their main ingredient. In France, roasted chicory experienced a real boom in 1806, during the war against England. The blockade caused a shortage of coffee, and Napoleon promoted the development of chicory in the north to replace coffee. It was then known as the coffee of the poor. Now in France, you can buy Recall, which is part of the Nestle group. It's an instant coffee product containing 33% instant coffee and 63% chicory root. The French actually drink Recall with milk and had a little bit of hot water. Chicory was again started to be used as a coffee substitute during the Great Depression in the 30s and then again during World War II. In the 70s, there was actually an East German coffee crisis. Yes, that's an apparent thing. And that's where the mixture of chicory, sugar beet and rye became the drink known as Mischkaffee, which is still popular today in Germany. In other parts of Europe, the root is used in the process of making stouts and beers, but also many different cuisines in Europe cook the root, like you would a parsnip. Chicory, in all its forms, is so popular in France, particularly the north of France, to the point of being one of the symbols of the region. French production of chicory each year is around 80,000 tonnes. One of the things I found out about the chicory plant while researching was the beautiful name it was once given. The fiancé de Soleil. There is a legend of a lettre that a young woman was abandoned by the sun god and transformed into a chicory flower. As the sun rises and falls, the flower opens, dark blue in the morning, and then pales at noon, to finally close as white in the evening. Because of this legend of Electra and the transformation of the flower, the chicory flower has become to many the symbol of fidelity. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs. Have you used chicory in any form that's been discussed here today? If so... 
Let me know your favourite recipes for chicory by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs at Andrew Pryor Fabulously as I love to receive recipes from people listening in. Thank you for listening. And remember, you know what my motto is. Whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.